Happy Comic Book Day and welcome back all you four color funny book aficionados. This is US Comics Cast, HQ for all things comic book connected. We are John and Charlie Rivera, the co-founders of US Comics. Charlie, happy comic book day. Happy Comic Book Day to you and to everybody listening and watching today. As always, we are brought to you by Bad Mary Band and Sergeant Finesse Gaming. If you haven't done so already, please kapow, zock, and bam that like and or follow button and hit that comment section like you just escaped Arkham Asylum. Let us give the requisite moment of silence... Uh, to what Charlie just alluded. Um, so we are here. Uh, we're just coming off of a very fun episode, kind of drying off from Tato Khan and Wakanda's fisticuffs. Um, but this will going to bring it down a little bit. I just want to jump right into it, Charlie. Uh, Charlie and I both, uh, for those of you are, who are missing the, the video component of this show, we're both dressed in black because... The comic book world has lost an absolute giant. Like, this is a talent. Um, I mean, this is just a, a talent that, that was, like, above and beyond. Also, as well as, Charlie, I don't know if you felt the way I did. This was one of the cats that I just never thought we'd be having this conversation anytime, uh, you know, anytime recently, you know, anytime soon. Um, speaking, yeah. of course, of the untimely passing of Kevin... Conroy, the voice, the voice of Batman. Really, there are no others. There is, there's something about the level of immortality that his career has kind of cemented for him that there was no distinction for me between Kevin Conroy and the character Batman. Yeah, so the, because the, Batman, the line was wasn't even there. Like you yeah, met Kevin he, Conroy, you're like oh shit, it's Batman. It's it's Batman, and he's been live action Batman. But of course, most famously, uh, even more famous than his incredibly famous video games, he has been animated as Batman for so yeah. many for for what feels like the entirety of my life. So it didn't even it didn't even occur to me that he would ever. Yeah, you don't think of it in those terms. I mean, they can't they can't kill Batman in the comics. Lord knows they tried. There's a Lazarus <laughs> pit around every corner nowadays. But yeah, so so sadly again, um, I mean, like more than sad. I, I can't even think of the word. Uh, but Mr. Conroy passed away at Mount Sinai Hospital, uh, right across the river from me in New York City, uh, and I didn't know until show prep uh, what he actually ended up passing from was intestinal cancer. And this was back on November 10th, less than a week from uh, the today we're recording. Only 66 uh, years old. And like, you know, to no surprise, to nobody's surprise, certainly not mine, told nobody that he was even ill. So, I mean, th- this is not intestinal cancer. That's not something that you wake up to. Yeah. Um, he was clearly dealing with this for a long time. I had no idea. I don't know if you did. No, no. And, and I, you know, fr- you know, the, the Kevin Smith uh, wound up putting out an incredibly yeah. uh, touching answer to a ton question of, from the convenience store. Ton of people, yeah. But, um, but, but specifically live in front of an audience, he kind of regaled people with his 
last bit of communication, which was asking him to, to come and kind of play one more time and, and, and do a fun event at the, at the Smodcast Cinema. And in true, I don't want to call it heroic fashion, but in that, in that way that someone kind of always puts, seemingly puts every one ahead of them, that sort of sure. person who shows that sort of love, didn't he was like, yeah, I haven't been feeling too great. Let's kick it to, to 2023. Early 2023, Oof. we'll do it. And, you know, weeks later, he's he's gone. I mean, just like, uh, like, uh, you, like you can you just don't think of those terms. Again, this is a cat. He has been playing Batman longer than anybody else in any other form. I mean, 92. for three decades, he has been doing uh, what he does. I know um, for you, like, that was your segue, right, into the to the world of Batman, the animated oh, series? Legitimately, I disliked Batman because of his popularity. Batman, right. you have many times kind of coined the phrase, the character of Batman is sometimes a lot like the Yankees. It's not the it's not the Yankees' fault. It's the Yankee fans that make them intolerable. <laughs> I always felt that way with Batman. I was such a Superman mark. But I remember the primetime launch of Batman the Animated Series, and it did more than bridge the gap. Like, when you see that, suddenly it recontextualizes. As much as the Animated Series took its some of its visual cues, it took from the 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 live action films that in their own way are masterful those movies didn't mean anything to me until kevin conroy brought batman to life sure, sure. and everything about the way he approached that character every single one of that initial 85 episodes and then on on beyond and all the other adaptations that was batman and if nothing else the presence that kevin conroy was able to project into that animated character mm -hmm. ran the full spectrum was an absolute badass when he had to be a badass was an absolute compassionate proper hero when he needed to be a, a passionate proper hero the sort of character that would make you believe every episode sometimes playing you know two three four versions of what Batman is, yeah. undercover Batman, Bruce Wayne, Batman well, proper, Batman yeah. kind of hanging out. Such uh, a dynamic, dynamic performance. Yeah. Every I mean, episode. But, but here's the thing, too. Like, um, people, I th in my opinion, voice acting is, obviously, is acting. I would even take that up a notch where, like, voice acting is more difficult. Even because you're now, it's basically like you're being asked to play a sport and they start taking some of the sports pieces away from you. Like, go play baseball without a bat. How are you going to do <laughs> Bat, that was unintentional. But uh, <laughs> that was the mustache. The mustache probably, said yeah, that. I was like, say this, that'll be great. Um, uh, taking away their glove is probably a better analogy. Uh, but he still, he, he went out there and did it like better, uh, arguably better than anyone else has ever done it or maybe even ever will so just for a little context and i had mentioned to this this to you in the pre in the pre-show um there were certain details like i knew that i loved the guy i knew that i loved professionally what he'd done and i knew that i loved him you know in out in the world i mean i have never and i challenge anybody out there i have never heard a negative kevin conroy story 
I, I just haven't heard like oh one time he was dick I have never <laughs> fucking heard that whatsoever but there are certain things that came up for me that were very interesting first and first mostly this is a Juilliard trained thespian this motherfucker oh he's a great actor yeah dick he went to Juilliard I should hope <laughs> that that he's a, a, a tremendous actor but Charlie do you know who his roommate was at Juilliard oh no I don't <laughs> Robin Williams. No. The Robin Williams was his roommate uh, while, while they both attended, um, and, uh, or, or rather, you know, those school days. And, uh, but, you, but that was his second choice. You know who originally he was going to be roommates with while attending Juilliard? I don't This I, This fact fucking blew Pacino. my mind. It, I don't know who it could be. You're not far off. This is one of those little details that came to me. I was like, I have to double and triple check this because if I regurgitate this and it's wrong, I look like the biggest dick since King Kong swung through the fucking town. Um, Batman, save for a few shekels in his pocket because they were a few years off from each other, he was this close to being roommates with Superman. No. Chris fucking Reeve was attending at the same time they were this close to being roommates that um, they, is they ended up not being roommates just for financial reasons uh, i guess kevin couldn't swing that that kind of price point but they were like very close and um that is no unbelievable that batman and superman the world's finest have been rolling deep since basically day fucking one i don't want to be this guy but that's probably good that for guy. That's good for the lovely ladies of Juilliard because there would have been a bunch of pregnancies. You can't you can't have Batman and Superman with those voices. Well, uh, funny oh. that you funny that you mentioned that one because um and and this is something that I this is something that I field tested because look we're living in a world right now where you you can't escape comic book content right superheroes. They're among us. They're everywhere, and they have been for quite a while. So I happen to know for a fact that there are a ton of comic book fans out there who are really fans of the comic book movies and comic book video games and comic book TV shows and haven't picked up a comic book and read it cover to cover, holding the fucking crease ever so gently so as to not lay in uh, something that's irreparable uh, in, a, in a long time, if ever. And... Let me be the first to say that's that's fine. That's okay because ultimately, at the oh, end yeah, of the day, oh yeah, there's no gatekeeping it's, for nerdy it's shit. Stories like these are just stories. They're intended to like, hmm, that's something to think about. Maybe I should be a better person and also wear my underwear on the outside. That's fine. But uh, like you said, Charlie, that the ladies of Juilliard uh, needed to be careful uh, around our boys. Not one of them. <laughs> Not one of them. What a lot of people don't know. Is that uh, uh, Kevin Conroy was a gay man? Oh shit! That's yeah. awesome. That's so, awesome. Uh, now here's good the thing. for him. Funny enough, do you imagine getting hit on by Batman? I had he say no, like I, Kevin, I'm not gay, but all right, do what you got to do. Yeah. Um, but no, but no, I am the dong. What? I've I've been around. I've been a comic book fan for for a long time. I had no idea up until very very recently, um, and I did feel. I feel tested this question because your reaction is, is typical. It wasn't until like earlier this year when DC put out one of their pride uh, comics and Kevin wrote one. Oh, 
Oh, that's amazing. And it was like, you know, talking about like experiences How is and stuff that like that. that not huge and, news? Well, because, you know, at the end of the day, there are certain things that identify us. Like, yeah. for whatever reason, the world can't, they, they can't take like the whole of anybody. Not you and not me, not fucking Kevin Conroy, not anybody. So if they're going to say, okay, well, what's that one thing that we're going to identify this person with? It's not that he was gay. It's not that he was had cancer. It's not that he was, you know, great at cons. They're like, no, he was the voice of Batman. That's what we're going to That's what we're going to run with. And all these other things just become secondary, which is probably a bigger point, yeah. uh, a bigger thing to focus on. Like, motherfucker, we're not, none of us are one thing. Yeah, like we are all a fucking hodgepodge. We're a, uh, we're like a a, a a jambalaya of things. One of his happened to be that he was a gay man, um, which which is just beautiful. I mean, a married guy and and all that jazz. But um, you know, he he wrote this amazing story, and I was luckily able to pull it up because I I hadn't picked it up picked up that particular issue, and I was like, look at look at this shit, man. Like he was a gay guy living in New York City. In the 80s, in the absolute, in the height of the, of the HIV, AIDS, you know, uh, nightmare. And uh, he was saying, like, I was going to, to all of these funerals and it was like, it just ripped me up. Like, we need to talk about this. So while he never shied away from, he like, he wasn't closeted or anything like that. Um, he just like, he just did everything that he did. He was just that type of guy, you know. That's really, that's incredible. And, and. To say that more than any other aspect of his life uh, was that he was Batman almost sounds condescending. Like it, identifying someone by like the thing they did that you liked sometimes is like a shallow. It's not a particularly deep well. Are, However, in the case you, of Kevin, are you just jammed up because people are like this is Charlie John's brother? Yeah, a little bit. I understand that. A little I bit. That. But it's, it's honestly, fair. Fair. Kevin Conroy arguably spent more time that's hour how, for hour that's being Batman <laughs> than I yeah, it's true. He has spent so much time in the cape and cowl starting in 92, right? We got 85 episodes from, from 92 to 95. He was Batman and Bruce Wayne, and every now and then he was like Robot Batman. Uh, he was. What you gotta he, do, bro. He was his own dad a bunch of times. He was Thomas Wayne um, on Batman the Animated Series. He was the blimp pilot in On Leather Wings when they weren't sure if that. Oh, sure I love that, that was blimp pilot. Be. He was the man. Blimp pilot number two is arguably the best. But then we have um, the early video games. Uh, Adventures of Batman and Robin, the film uh, Mask of the Phantasm, and then it never friggin' stops, dude. He would every now no, and then be works, like, yeah, "Okay, I'll, I'll do I'll do a small role on Real Adventures of Johnny Quest," but you got a Activity Center video game for Batman. I'm your guy. Oh, me and Sub-Zero getting our own directed dvd movie? Oh, what's up? Oh, Batman Beyond, you want me to be slightly older, slightly crankier, Bruce Wayne? I'm your guy. That's new adventures. Enough. New adventures from 97 to 99. Uh, plenty of video games in that time. Return of the Joker, right to DVD uh, 2000s. The Zeta Project TV series, Bruce Wayne. Batman Gotham City Racer, a video game. Batman Vengeance. Batman Beyond, 99 to 2001. 
Mm-hmm. Let, me, let me ask these, you because you, yeah. you can sit and you can re- read his resume like it will be here all fucking day. So uh, of that like incredibly lengthy list, unless there was something like a specific project in there that you were driving towards, I'm sorry to to read. No, not at all. Okay, so uh, of all those projects, right? What was the Charlie fave? Like, what was the one that you like hit? You like, oof! I'm just gonna go ahead. I'm going to. I'm going to file that away for later use because I am definitely going back to that well. Like, what's the one that really hit for you? So, obviously, uh, the easy answer is always Batman the Animated Series. With that being said... Is there, like, a particular episode where he, like, he was, like, really on point for I mean, you? I'm or? very... I'm, I'm, I'm very boring with the stuff I love. However, it's not Batman the Animated Series that holds my heart. Mm-hmm. It was Justice League. Him in Justice League with Superman, with Wonder Woman, with Flash, with every goddamn villain. Obviously, there was a lot less of Batman in the show that was about the 75 member deep. But that was, I was too old to be rocking cartoons. (laughs) And like a creep, I was like sneak watching Justice League and Justice League Unlimited. You can't help yourself. And what I loved about that was it took a character that was so uh, so big and, and obtuse and gloriously comic booky in Batman the Animated Series and then plucked him out of the darkness and threw him into the bright, colorful, exaggerated, absurd, wider DC universe, something that they've never been able to replicate with Batman. And it would have been so easy to just stay the same, right? You're the best Batman ever! And they go, we got a new show for you, and you're Batman. Cash that check. Phone it in. Nope. This Batman was changed by every episode, changed by every relationship. The character depth, he was able... Batman the Animated Series is one of the greatest cartoons of all time because it has one of the greatest rogues galleries of all time. And and episodes like Heart of Ice has such a... it's, It's majestic in its execution. But Batman was the heartbeat of that show. He didn't get the shine. When he did get the most shine was in Batman Beyond, Justice League Unlimited, and then, of course, the video games, where you got these entire arcs and these entire different sides of them. So for me, you know, as much as Batman the Series, it's iconic, it's beautiful, they painted it on black paper to really give it that depth of field. For me, it's the corny square-jawed Batman with his ears curving out for some reason, just definitely smashing Wonder Woman. That, to me... You know, it's funny is, that you've been mentioning Conroy it. Is finest. Because, uh, you know, Kevin Conroy, also, he's like... He's a theater guy. Like, yeah. He had his, he had his turn on, on Broadway, and he's like, all right, you know what, I've, I've, I've kind of done this... Uh, let, let me let me head out to Hollywood. Just real subtle. He's like, I got... I crushed Broadway. But like, let me he, take my cape and cowl to didn't, travel. Didn't wasn't he singing, um, uh, in Justice League? Does is, didn't he like very famously have like a singing bit? Uh, uh, on Justice I, League. I I don't off the top of my head. I don't remember if I'm, that I'm was pretty sure. I'm pretty because sure. there was there was a very famous musical episode in the Batman. I think no, which was no, a series was, that he was not Batman. This was Justice League, but uh, we'll, we'll fact check me. Uh, yeah, I'll pull point. it up now. I do that, but um, I personally, I think, and obviously, again, 
the fucking the animated series stands uh, stands like when you're talking about like best series of all time you you're gonna fucking bandy about sopranos you're gonna talk about um you know you're gonna talk about uh the wire and like these are all correct answers batman the animated series forget about like cartoon like this was just one of the best series period like it was it just it stands beyond but like you i would not put uh even that as like the 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 top of the pile for his batman performances um for me this fucking um mess of the phantasm like that 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 level of uh, like depth really i i don't think anybody even myself uh who's a not too shabby with this being uh if i do say so myself but like the the animated series i mean they had their fair share of two-parters but still like in a 40 in a two-part thing you talk about what maybe 40 minutes this this was a straight movie this was a in theaters flick he got to run the gamut like you got to see he showed all his tricks all his theatrical maneuvering you saw uh you saw bruce wayne as a very clearly distinct separate entity from batman yeah the argument can be made well his neutral he's batman like he was the first animated guy to do the two different voices yeah Um, he just like he did it all you saw all his everything he got he laid it all out on the table uh in phantasm just just dynamite dynamite you were 100 percent right by the way justice league unlimited uh the episode is called this little piggy fifth episode very nice and it's uh and it's amazing it also is really what kind of starts the uh him and wonder woman little romance well the, you know you sing could... you sing to a lady yeah sing you've done in tights half whatever you ain't gonna be wearing tights for long you know what i'm saying you know what i'm saying there's I mean, there's just, what a what a just what a what a fucking well loss. i i i've loss. said it i've said it before on the show there's something about being undeniable. Yeah. And Kevin Conroy as Batman has paved the way for diehard fans. Whenever they're like, there's a new Batman project and it's going to be voiced by, and everyone goes, Kevin, right, motherfucker? There is, we got a Batman voice. We don't need to look. And every single time that they've they've gone a different direction, they did a prequel basically to the Arkham Asylum games, and they were like, "Kevin's not fucking Batman. He could youth up his voice. The fuck's the matter with you?" Mm-hmm. And these other performers, man, they do fine. They do fine. Yeah, they're pros. But I'm 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 one of the people. I sit there and I'm like, this doesn't. He doesn't sound right because when I read right. the comic book, like so so many people, we no longer hear. Yeah. Uh, whatever maybe the the whatever lived in our head before we knew better right. right because normally the transition from from any sort of book to live action one of the hardest bridges to gap is well this doesn't sound comic books you have a visual so it just becomes like well this doesn't sound like it did in my mind yeah except kevin conroy was one of those talents no disrespect to any other performer out there that's done batman or any other character they're, Chris they're Reeve, Chris Reeve is still Superman vocally in my head, right? Peter Weller, 
who Ellis pointed out did a great job with his turn at Batman. Sure. Peter sure. Weller's fucking Robocop in my mind. <laughs> Another person does it, there's something wrong, right? So even when it's good, we, it's we not. We were saying uh, Nichols has uh, got a he's got a turn coming up, and I'm I'm sure he's gonna do perfectly fine. Sure. The the, the issue is like none of them are gonna be Kevin. They're, they're the just, bar. They're just not gonna be. Will always be Kevin. And what's gonna happen now that we've that we've tragically lost him so early? What's gonna happen is that we're we're a couple years away from someone being like even better than Kevin, and I'll be there. Yeah. To correct them, I will be there to in uh, uh, the the live version of the Batman Robin. <laughs> Kapow! Um. So so yeah. Zach. So, so, exactly right. So uh, the, now now one of the things like even in this kind of like weird place of like that that really sucks. You like you just stomped on my childhood. This is now now I know that there's no new projects. Uh, coming up where I can expect to hear him like all of it is I mean it's all a fucking downer man it's it's all yeah. just an absolute uh, absolute downer and sometimes you get those reminders you're like oh that hurts again fresh pain fresh pain so I went to throw on in preparation I was like yeah let me throw on um, some uh, some Batman the animated series just even to have in the background and uh, right now on HBO Max beautifully but painfully i'm like all right episode one a uh, season one episode <laughs> one in remembrance i was like son of a bitch so they put up like a again a lovely in remembrance title card before you ev- even get to the like you don't even get that far to like hear him speak before your heartstrings are just ripped out and fucking bandied all over the room um, but yeah, so again, you know, uh, Charlie and I, uh, admitted, admitted, I mean, we, we talk a lot of shit, but you know, Batman's a great character. It's you fucking Batman fans. You're the problem. Um, we love, we love Batman as a character. We more than, uh, more than loved Kevin Conroy's portrayal. He will always for the both of us be, uh, the voice of Batman, Our Batman. no matter what. Um, and and look, we we did our best. We we love him. We're going to miss him. But truth be told, far you're going to get a far more eloquent, uh, uh, well prepared, and more knowledgeable take uh, over on two of our good friends, uh, Mike Staub and, and Jordan Hugh, on their uh, podcast, Batman Tastic, uh, the podcast. I mean, they, all they do there is talk about Batman the Animated Series. So I am positive that they will be doing something very, very in-depth uh, about the uh, this just very, very tragic loss. Because that's what it is. You know, whether you're a huge comic book nerd or just someone who can more casually kind of like tiptoes around the uh, the edges, which is understandable, fine. Um, but yeah, that's, that's the U.S. Comics boys. But uh, in any case, Charlie... Let's move along. Hopefully, hopefully, talk about uh, something a little bit brighter. Because uh, if anybody says to you, if they look you square in the face, and they say, "No, Kevin Conroy was not the definitive Batman," they, my friends, just like Ellis, don't listen. Just like George Toy Boy Lucas, they are a goddamn liar. Why? Because Han, Han shot, shot first. Cheers. Salute for Kevin. Rest in power, my friend.
wrestling power, kid. That's very appropriate for him. There is something interesting about when someone is able to fit a role so beautifully. It's sometimes even more exciting when one of us gets a shot. Every now and then, you hear about someone gets cast in a role that they've basically begged for. Not self-entitled assholes like Kelsey Grammer being like, I'm going to be based! I'm based! By the, going back a little bit, Kelsey Grammer was also a Juilliard with those motherfuckers. Uh, Putting that fucking, out there. He was the one picking up all the fucking trim that Kevin <laughs> was like, get the fuck out of here. Uh, I'll throw a battering at any place other than your snapper. Um, every now and then, instead of self righteous and and self first of all kevin would love that joke there are people who would like demand and they kick and scream scream and then there are people who go out there and they make it fucking clear they will do it for pennies on the dollar and sometimes john it fucking pays dividends sometimes you gotta go through the muck before you get it Ryan Reynolds is a perfect example. Ryan Reynolds said, please let me be fucking Deadpool. And they're like, guess what, baby? You get to be Deadpool. We're going to sew your mouth shut, give you Baraka arms and laser eyes. And he was like, but I don't want to do it. This sucks. And they were like, well, then you're never playing Deadpool again. And he was like, I guess I'll sell the entirety of my fucking soul, you evil motherfuckers at Fox. (laughs) Then he had to release his own test footage. For the fans to demand that the right thing is done. John, not everyone needs to travel through those fucking terrible tides. Our boy, Superman, the current reigning, defending man of steel, every now and then would remind people while counting his abs. Mm. Boop, boop, one, two, nine, seven. He would go, guys, I'm a, I'm a fucking uber nerd. I work out by day, I smash at night, and then I only sleep four hours because I like build PCs and shit. Aren't I adorable? He was so vocal about how much he loved the Witcher book series and how much he loved the Witcher games that when Netflix decided we're gonna do it, we're gonna make we're gonna buy this property, they said, Mr. Cavill, baby, you wanna take off that cape, throw on a couple double swords and a white wig? And he said, fuck yeah! And then that first season, he started getting those scripts, and he was like, does this suck? Where This isn't, this isn't who is in my head. I get to be Geralt of Rivia! But this motherfucker sucks! And he had to go to the producers, he had to go to the directors, he's like, guys, this doesn't feel... And he fought the good fight, John, he pulled a Ryan Reynolds! What more can you ask out of a guy with... Boop, 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 so many fucking abs! And he does it, and they're like, uh... He goes, why is that one army, why does all their armor look like they're cock and balls? And then he does season two, and he's like, ah, alright, it's okay. And he does season three. And he goes, I fucking hate this and then warner brothers said you want to be superman again he's like fucking absolutely hey netflix i love you but i quit (laughs) i'm out there was no quiet quitting from my man kal-el 
That motherfucker finished his job. They were like, and that's a wrap for Henry. And he took his swords and he was like, ha, I'm going to keep these. I'm stealing this shit. Mine now, because nerd. Go ahead and stop me. But like, I'm not coming. He hopped on Roach and he fucking <laughs> rode off into the sunset. Um, I yeah, was I'm, absolutely. I'm proud of him, man. I'm proud I'm of him. proud, but I was heartbroken for me. Because that show, not perfect. It absolutely has a ton of warts. He fucking crushed it every frame. Um, I was heartbroken to hear that he's like, later. But like you said, it's hard not to be impressed. It's hard not to be proud of someone. No, dude, that's like, like a, that's a that's a player fucking move. Now the interesting thing to me was myself, like just my own personal reaction. Um, and I think I'm like most people because the news about his returning to the uh, to the Cape and the booties. Um, was like it was like one of it was like one in one a like oh Cavill's back as Superman, also as well as he's not going to be in The Witcher anymore. Now you're getting Baby Helmsworth. Um, my immediate thought was like oh shit, I guess he can't do both. He could have. Matter of fact, The Witcher folks, they would have danced like a, like the witch in the woods. Uh, that several of them are, but not all have hunchbacks anymore. Um, he absolutely could have done both. But he's like, nah, I'm just not gonna like that. What I thought the story was was not the story at all. Yeah, the story was simply the short version, as you, uh, from what you eloquently put, uh, put out there, was that he he was not feeling what they were doing, and it wasn't as if he was un um, invested. This was a character that he very much loved. These are stories that he very much loved, and he was like, you know what? Nah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm gonna best of luck to everybody. You're gonna. I'll, I'll watch, but I'm not gonna do it anymore. And and look, that's 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 um that's like the definition of character. Like t potentially to your detriment if you're able to say, nope, I'm going to walk away now. Do you uh, imagine his agents? Just say whatever happens. They're like, but that Netflix money, son. Yeah. I mean, they said the same thing when he fucking broke up with Kelly Cuoco too. So like, that's like it's not about the decision making processes. If it's right, if it's right, if it ain't well, right, it ain't. What are you gonna do? Who who told her to go ring shopping? He found out that shit from the paparazzi. He was like, uh, "Excuse me." I, honestly, I think it was probably the Lego Man haircut. Like that's like whoa, 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 whoa. Not even that you don't look good. It's like making these decisions all willy nilly. I don't know. Like I don't know if I can. Uh, like, if I can you gotta, sign off on a feature like that. Like, I gave you the signal watch. It's like everyone hears it, but, like, I feel like it's very special. It did get me fucking very paranoid, though. Like, this is another time where, like, the differences in our personality really shine. Because you hear this story, and you're like, motherfucker didn't even have to quiet quit. He literally put down the swords, and he, he went as far as being like, hey, man, my time's over. Let's welcome my, my boy. He's going to do great. Yeah, yeah, I'm so totally excited for the team. Like, like a, a total a, fucking gentleman. Just a class act. He's a class dude. A real, a real, pulling a real Superman. Yeah. But then, John, I had, I wasn't able to enjoy that shit for a minute. Because I immediately had like, Whoa! the devil on my shoulder showed up. And it was a mustachioed Henry Cavill. That's no. how you tell them apart. Pull that shit out, son. Charlie, you're not gonna, you're not thinking of pulling it out right now, are you? Like, I'm going to show Henry Cavill my dick. <laughs> he needs to know. 
John, I immediately started getting scared about, I'm going to butcher his name, but uh, Mahershala Ali, who's about to play, thank you, um, he's about to play Blade, fucking maybe. Maybe. Because there's real Witcher vibes from that first script that apparently was about like, it was basically that fucking video game I don't like the sequel of, where it's like he's dragging around his future daughter in Vampire Australia. There's something so interesting about cats who are able to say, fuck the money. I I signed on because I wanted to play this character. This is what I thought the character was going to be. This is what I thought the situation was going to be. What actor doesn't want to be in the MCU right now? What actor? Literally, you have actors demanding that their old ass get painted Charlie, blue Charlie, one more time. There are actors who are in the MCU who don't even know it. They're like, oh, this is a Marvel movie? Oh, I didn't I don't know. All right. That's, that's fucking cool. dope. I I guess that's cool. Um, there yeah. you, but you know I I call fucking shenanigans. Ellis coming to us on Facebook saying it's easy to do when you already have millions. I have not once heard about a person with a million that didn't want another million. And the easiest thing for some of these cats to do is put out trash we see it all the fucking time and not everyone has supporters like john who'll sit through any tom cruise bullshit hoping he gets another top gun too i get it the mustache is because you want to be in top gun three i get it i see through this fucking bullshit veneer sir whatever bro john one yes would you be of high enough character that they sign you Harrison Ford backs out of Thunderbolts. He goes, too bad, so sad. I can't do it. And they're like, okay, we'll youthen him up. I can't do it. We got a whole new... I can't grow the mustache. John, we're going to put a little old age makeup on you. We're going to trim down those eyebrows. And you're our new Thunderbolt Ross. Dude, with those fucking cameras, you're not going to have to put no makeup on. They just put the dots on your eyebrows to trim them down. Oh, yeah, yeah. Those little... like Like your eyebrows of the Hulk. You would be able to read a, a fucking Thunderbolt script and be like, one, this is terrible. Two, I quit. I would never be able to do that. No. Well, I would be I, Thunderbolt I think, Ross for the next 70 years. I think the, the better question would be, um, what's, what's, what's a role in any capacity, whether, you're, whether you would portray it, whether you would write it, whether you would film it, what? Pick, pick your poison. What's the role with like Charlie? This is now. Here you go. This is everything that you wanted, but it's totally wrong, right? Yeah. Like, what would it be? Like, what property would it be that you would hold so sacred that it's if it's not right, then you walk away from it. And now, don't forget, that's just so probably gonna get made. You know, this is like a a Kevin yeah. That's Smith, my problem. Uh, Wild Wild West Superman situation. Um, like there's nothing on, on the fucking, in the playbook of yours. We're like, nope, I'm gonna get that shit done, son. John, if I got cast to be Oscar Venkman <laughs> in the new Ghostbusters film. Right. And then we, we, I get a costume fitting. They trim my hair up real nice. They show me the sides where I'm hanging out with Bill fucking Murray all the time. If they then said, this is actually a sequel to Ghostbusters 2016. <laughs> and you're now whichever of those bitches. New, you're the new secretary. Because Hemsworth is out. 
Give me that orange striped bullshit, bro. Charlie, I'm like, guess what, Charlie? You're the ghost uh, that's in the fucking the no ghost sign. Charlie, be like, <laughs> with a, a spot, John. I sold my soul for the square bullshit I do for fifty hours a week. All you right. think I won't sell my soul for a flick? What about you? I know. No, no, you no, gotta no, follow no. up. Come, come right, oof, right over the top of the net for you. So Charlie gets his offer letter, letter uh, in the mail. He's like, he's like, yes, yes. Charlie Rivera gonna be starring, co-starring, I guess. But I got first billing the brand new. Holy shit! It's the Ghostbusters. Oh my god! And they got like they've got the uh, the year stamp on it. And then you're flipping through. Day one, you got your like high-backed director's chair. You're sitting there. You're like, gorilla. Why the fuck? Why the fuck is there a gorilla? There's not even a fire. Oh, oh no! my god! Wait a minute. This is the original cartoon Ghostbusters. No! With the gorilla catching ghosts, and I think George Papard was in there someplace. Oh, no! So now that's the question. Do you follow through with that flick? Yeah. Do you do it? Charlie? Yeah. Am I the gorilla, or am I one of the people you get to see the face of? Oh no, Charlie, Is that starring as the gorilla in the original <laughs> Ghostbusters. The reason why the real Ghostbusters <sighs> had to be called the real Ghostbusters, Charlie, is starring. Oh. See, but not for nothing, Charlie. You can wear a fedora. I feel like- yeah, I feel like you could definitely pull that. You could pull it off. Looking all sassy with your monkey self just just running across the screen. And they used to do like that, like the, the quick little legs running like, oh, it's not Scooby-Doo, but like it kind of feels like Scooby-Doo. Did he, did he even rough, talk? Bro. Or am I spending the whole runtime like, oh, ah, 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 oh, ah. No, no, you, you're, 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 you have less lines than I am Groot. Like you are. Do they make me wear like on set? I have to be humiliated. I'm in like the fucking spandex because they're gonna oh, no, CGI no. Yeah, yeah. the gorilla, or do I have the decency of like a hot rubber you're, mask? You're, no, you're wearing basically like a, a knockoff suit <laughs> from the Umbrella Academy. Like uh, you're number uh, one point five. They only give me bananas at fucking lunch and dinner. Hey, I'm you're like, I'm not a method actor. <laughs> What the, no. the, the the last thing I want to talk about before wrapping up my time? Yes, that that's right, Ellis. By the Ellis brings up a very valid point. It was an original live action black and white show prior to the uh, prior to the animated version. Why the fuck does Ellis know that? Ellis Why knows, bro. Ellis knows. Ellis, I expect art of that gorilla in a new ghost <laughs> for us to raise money for charity. Get on that shit. Yeah, that's a um, patch waiting to happen, dude. The can you put a no ghost uh fucking <laughs> patch out there, but it's the gorilla in there? He's like, yeah, hundred percent, like holding that weird gun thing that they had. Yeah. Um, John, what do you think now? As if nothing else, I respect a performer being able to be like, oh, this sucks. Mm-hmm. I'm out. What about the fans though that are like, if it is not Topher Grace as Venom in the next Venom movie, 
We're not fucking seeing it. I am starting a campaign on the Twitter machine. Tofa Grace or we riot. The self-entitled horse shit about this fan casting. Fucking, it's just... I'll bury the lead. Do it. Who the fuck do you think you are? You will watch Dwayne Johnson have round-ass ears as Black Adam because you don't have a penny to throw into production. Your only power is see it or don't see it. Either way... I only want to hear your mouth if you like it. I want to be stunned I was going to upgrade silence. from a medium to a large, too, but you can forget that now. There's something so fucking silly to me about people who clamor online. They're like, fuck Rosario Dawson and her perfect tots. We want the voice actor who played Ahsoka to do it in live action, who probably would have done a great job, but who, do, who are you? Who are you to demand? Uh, uh, you're telling right, settle me whoever. Settle down, settle you're down. You're telling me who you would have cast as Grogu was better than the character actor they found? That's not a puppet. That's like a little lizard boy. That's perfect casting, John. Favreau raised that baby from birth to put him in his Mandalorian For show. For 50 years, he has been raising that. <laughs> Little green globular. That little baby. fucker's an he's an extra when they're in that casino losing all their money. He's an extra. Jonathan. Awesome. Billy Zane as Lex Luthor might be good casting. I mean I don't fucking know. It was perfect casting fifteen years ago. It was literally perfect casting. Back when Brendan Fraser would have been Batman. Just like, woo, let's fucking do it. Yeah. I'm um, just saying, man, there's a lot of perfect casting that's just aesthetic. So, so, so I want to know what your feelings are on this nonsense of people being like, this person looks lit, this person sounds it, I demand it. Has it ever fucking worked? Has uh, fan demand for a casting ever fucking done more than maybe got him a meeting? I, I mean, I think that a lot of that is, it's not just... Um, it's not just news outlets. It's not just online stores. Uh, but it's it's people can put out clickbait also. So we had we had made reference a few times regarding Kelsey Grandma putting out there. And it very well might have been clickbait, but it worked for me. Um, demanding <laughs> I to clicked. play. Uh, demanding to be playing Beast in the new MCU, like in the current MCU. And I, I laughed and I laughed. Um, but yeah, I fuck it. It works. It works. Whatever ad they had running under that particular article, it, it got through my fucking defenses. <laughs> so it, the, the thing about it is, I don't know how much of it is legitimate, like I'm putting this out there, or and how much of it is just like fabricated bullshit that takes something uh, in passing because like almost immediately like, oh yeah, I would do it. It's not the same as I demand to do it. It's well, very, very different. John, we're really lucky because we have a platform. And if we're not going to use this platform for personal gain, I don't know what it's here for. So here I am, ladies and gentlemen. Henry Cavill is back in the tights. I demand to play Lex Luthor's main henchman, Otis. Hey, Mr. Luthor. Otisburg. Hey, just a itty bitty place. <laughs> Otisburg, move to the islands, motherfucker. We need representation. Ask John Leguizamo, the clown, who's Puerto Rican. 
Oh, let's oh, get he, rid of all these extra whites. He's he's gonna tell. He'll let Otis. you know. Just just don't worry about it. And the funny thing is, he's not even all the way. Oh, what's up, Joker? How you doing, brother? Um, Otis, John, here's look thing, at Charlie, me. No, uh, no roles are given out willy nilly here. So I'm going to need to audition you, even though I happen to be directing this particular, uh, uh, this particular uh, new chapter. So Charlie, I'm going to need you to read the line. Um, uh, the line is, Mr. Luther, are we going to Addis Ababa? Charlie, uh, please let's hear your uh, rendition. Mr. Luther, are we going to Addis Ababa? <laughs> Uh, Charlie has just lost the the very valuable real estate of Otisburg. Go ahead, wipe that off. Uh, we'll go ahead. We will get you into classes right quick. Um, if I'm not mistaken, uh, we can get you right into the Conroy wing at Juilliard. We're gonna get you fixed up. Let's right, nice. Let's let's um, do it. But look, what about you, John? Matters. You can demand. You can demand one part. Do you want to do you want to replace Gomez Adam, or are you going to do a property in the comic book genre? You get what? to demand. Here it is. You know what? I, I Thunderbolt uh, Ross, the early years. I um, will dye your shit gray. Uh, I will never be that guy who complains about people doing one thing on one hand, and then in the same breath turn around and do the same thing myself. No, I ain't doing it. I'm not demanding when opportunities arise. You grab them by the haunches and you, <laughs> and you and you give them the business until it is yours, rightfully so. Instead, I would prefer that you tell these good people at that 50-minute mark just how it is that we pay the bills round here. Charlie, tell them Yes. Something. Today we are brought to you by Titan Mattresses. Titan Mattresses are mattresses for big guys. Nope. No, we're not doing... Oh, that's right. We don't just shell out to a bunch of companies that charge me $1,000 for a bed because we are not like other pods who sell out for some At all. random brand that's willing to pay. No, no, because today we are once again brought to you by one of our absolute favorite bands and, of course, is Bad Mary. You heard them during the intro, and you're going to see another Bad Mary music video by popular demand at the end. Wonder where else you can catch their act. You can follow them over at Bad Mary across all social media platforms. You can support them over on Patreon.com forward slash Bad Mary. You can stay up to date at BadMaryBand.com for all of their merch and upcoming events. But my absolute favorite part, John, is their entire discography is available on all music streaming services. Hell to the yes, Charlie. I have one question for you, though. Where we dropping with Sergeant Finesse? You can find him gaming exclusively on Facebook these days. Multiple streams every day. Outstanding video game content, supporter games, co-streams, giveaways, contests. Don't be a sucker. Check him out today. The Sarge is the real deal. So when he is on deck, you salute. GG's son. Word. And yes. we have been paid with that. <laughs> proverbial word biatch from charlie and yet i can't get a free motherfucking ninja shirt i had to pay everybody do everybody it's exclusive better, though better That's line good. right up um yeah joker if you get the chance check out the uh check out the uh the replay at some point maybe during the week 
drop some comments. We love to hear what you thought. I mean, clearly, uh, with your with your nom de plume, um, we know you're gonna have some opinions. We did we open up the uh, the show with Kevin Conroy talk, so very interested in your thoughts there. Um, but kind of going over uh, to the more in the now. Um, DC has been making big, big moves, and we talk about Marvel. And for a once, lot. they're good moves. Well, it remains to be seen, but but we're very, very, very optimistic. Um, so again, you know, we talk about Marvel content here a lot, but there's a good reason for that. Marvel has been doing that thing they do for a very, very long time now, um, and now I think for the first time in a long time. Uh, DC's kind of like, eh, eh. They're like, hey, we are, don't forget, we are in that race. Even if they're tugging at the tail of that lead horse who is just galloping uh, in the lead, DC's like, hey, we're still here too. When we talk about the indies, what they're doing, a lot of the more interesting comic book paper content is coming from the indies, which is entirely fine. One might argue that's what the indies are for. But. There are indie comics, Charlie, and there's the indie mentality. And I'm not talking about Dr. James, Dr. Jones, even though <laughs> we will be pretty soon. Um, Dr. James. About, all right, we got it. Relax. Doc, yo, movie. <laughs> um, so what we're talking about, desperately trying to talk about, is the new head of creative over at Detective Comics, Comics Cinema. I don't know what the fuck they're calling it nowadays. James Gunn, who has done amazing work at both dc and marvel at this point but now he has been given the reins to that horsey trotting down the trotting down the the course um over at dc now here's the thing very often as we've referenced here before you'll hear people i want to do this i want to do that this is what you can expect this is what it's going to look like and and it's very easy to tune that shit out, you're like, whatever. Let me just see what you got. Now, James Gunn showed us what he got. Right? Yeah, a bunch Fucking of times. Peacemaker has been, debatably, I guess, the best thing to come out of DC in a very, very, very long time. Um, so he's already kind of like put the cards on the table, like the type of stuff that you can expect if he was left to his own devices. He goes digging deep into the toy box and comes up with some shit. You're like, I haven't seen that toy since fucking Christmas morning, 1987. I don't even remember what he's called. He's like half a robot, half of him is a giraffe. He spins around, he turns into a fucking moving van. I don't care. Do what you gotta do. And then James Gunn turns around and he makes like a fucking blockbuster out of it. He's like, oh, you like that shit? Here comes the limited series two to your streaming service. Bomb. So you can say, James, here's the toy. Take the entire toy box. Now tell us what you're going to do with it. He says, you know what, fans? <laughs> Why don't you tell me what you want me to do with it? Because James Gunn, for all of his positives, for everything that he does so damn masterfully, maybe the thing that he does best, Charlie, is take these two fingers and puts it on the pulse of the people. My man, James Gunn, the pulse of the people award winner. 
He's talking about now. Here's the funny thing too, and thank God you you mentioned it before, Charlie. Thank all the gods above that there ever were and ever will be again. Um, that we have a recorded fucking record of John claims of John requests. <laughs> John has been talking not just about one of his favorite fourth wall breaking badass motherfucker soaring through the time and space <laughs> characters in Lobo. You have heard me reference Lobo multiple times. Have you not? The you, official counter is 140. You have heard me reference not just a my desire for a live action Lobo uh, content, be it series, movie, whatever. But you've also had me fan cast Jason Momoa in the fucking role. Have you not, sir? Can someone testify? Oh, testified. Ah, man, motherfucker. One of the very first things that James Gunn has done has been, ooh, teased us so sweetly. He has, ooh, tickled the taint. Feels so good. I wish you would. That we are going to be getting in some shape or form a Lobo project. And not only that, but that Jason Momoa is going to be involved in some capacity. Look, I don't know what it is. Could clearly, be his voice. Could be again, his first victim. I don't playing, fucking know. He's playing Aquaman. This is this is not going to change anytime soon. But in some capacity, whether this is an animated feature, whether That's this the is reveal. a fucking... Aquaman's been Lobo be. the whole time. Look, it would make That's more why he's sense. Never right. It would make more sense than what we've gotten so far. With all due respect to Black Manta, sorry, Ellis, I'm sorry. Um, but that all being said, that was one of the very, very first things. But also, as well as he has teased shit like Batmite, Metal Man, like he is putting stuff out there that you're like, oh, well, but also, so, so what you're describing though, mm-hmm. that's been fucking missing. From DC live action for so long. You're talking about fun. Holy shit. There's a dude with a modicum of power that's having fun. Twitter is a fucking landmine covered (laughs) abyss of death. And this motherfucker just sprinkles Lobo sprinkles. He's the salt guy. Except it's my fucking heart and joy pulsing out of my chest. Holy shit. I don't know. How about a little bit of uh, JSA for you? That gonna do a little something for you? How's that? Keep your pants on. Keep your literal pants on. These Um, pants, get out of here! And and all due respect, because again, James Gunn gets... I'm sitting here now today until someone tells me different uh, from Detective Comics Comics. Um, James Gunn is getting 99% of the credit. The other 1% is going to Peter Safran. Uh, he does something. I know he does something because I mean, he's they an incredible are... producer. As far as uh, sure, the, no, the almost, nobody knows. The almost no do. research I've done. Nobody he has knows paid for a couple things. What a produce! They don't even pay for it because the producer credits are giving out are given out willy nilly. You know what producer credits are on movies, Charlie? You know when you walk into Comic Con <laughs> and like you've got a giant empty bag. That first fucking piece of swag that somebody gives you, like, hey, you want a free U.S. comics pin? Go ahead and like us on your... You're like, oh, okay, yeah, you got it. And then they take that, whatever they just got, and they put it into their giant swag bag. 
And then they spend three smelly days walking <laughs> around Comic-Con and going to every fucking possible uh, a panel that they can get on to get into, complaining about prices with every artist alley person that they stop by, but you still still end up spending way more on stuff than you did on the fucking tickets to begin with. Um, when they go home at the end of that fucking saga, and they dump out their fucking swag bag like a, like a like a kid about to get the highest chocolate high of their little lives, uh, late eight eight thirty on Halloween. They dump out their bag, that first fucking thing that went in there that is now all crushed and mangled <laughs> and completely unrecognizable. Charlie, that that's a producer credit. Because <laughs> they fucking they give them out all over the place. Nobody knows what they do, what they mean, whatever the case might be. But I'll give him that 1% of credit. That's for you, Peter Saffron. Remember me. Remember the mustache. I could do what you need to do. Oh, now someone wants to be fucking Yeah, that's cast. right. That wasn't even me. That was the mustache saying that. Fucking that was the mustache. Jimmy, the Movember mustache was talking. But Charlie, again, ultimately, all joking aside, yeah. uh, really, for all that the That sounds like a fun podcast. I mean, Fuck all fun. the content, all the content that James Gunn has given us and the way that he has given it to us is dead on. He puts the fun back in funny books, motherfucker. God bless him. And he's like, you know what? I'm going to let it all go white because I don't give a shit anymore. I'm going to do what I want to do. But really what he wants to do is what we want him to do. He is literally <laughs> yeah. saying, hey, tell me what you want. Let me do what you want. I'm assuming that it's not another 52 Batman movies because the new 52, we already know that one. Um, I'm assuming that you want some other shit. Let me know. And he's digging deep. Bro. Well, what's what's really fucking cool about it, and some of the discourse, of course, has gotten like muddled online because it's fucking online. <laughs> but what's really cool about it is he obviously knows the weird shit he wants to do. Right? No one told James Gunn to bust out Starro. James Gunn said, can I have Starro? And DC was like, who the fuck cares? Shut up. Just shut your mouth, James. I'm like, uh, what, what's a Starro? You guys know? Yeah, no, it's fine. You got it. You got it. Sure. Like, why does this guy want fucking starfish for dinner? That's a dumb... That doesn't sound like a delicious fish. Aren't they poisonous? <laughs> so, he knows the weird shit he wants to do. He knows the shit that the money behind DC insists upon. Right? So, the Trinity is going to be fine. We're never going to go more than six months without a new Batman project. They're doing a new uh, Magic Mike 3 uh, Batman dances now, I think is the name of that movie. They're, <laughs> oh, that's hot as fuck. I'm back in. I'm going to see my first Magic Merc, sorry. Um, there, There is, though, the need to reach out to the people and go like, there's like 12 people online saying like, yes to Lobo. Anyone want to do Lobo? And then there's, a hundred thousand people that are like, fuck yeah, Lobo. They're like, what if we got Momoa? Fuck yeah, Momoa. What about Matt Batmite? And like less people, but really passionate people are like, you're going to do a Batmite thing? Mm -hmm. Fuck yes, Batmite. And at some point, John, he's going to throw vibe up. And I'm going to be the lone voice being like, yeah. And he's going to be like, okay, no one wants vibe. It's like, put your, don't you get back here. You get back here. You don't walk away from me. You don't want to win me! You know, I hate to admit this out loud. I actually have heard 
some vibe rumblings. Oh, really? Um, it's not, John, those are all me. I have many fake accounts on Twitter, and now they're all verified because no, I had seven lunch, bucks. Lunch didn't agree with me. I was like, oh, I got some vibe rumblings. Let me go to the bathroom. That's How where he belongs. You? But what I, what I love about it, though, is I think that he would also listen to something like, he knows what he wants to use Polka Dot Man for. In this case, Polka Dot Man 2, spoiler alert. <laughs> he knows that he wants to use Rat Catcher 2. He knows that Peacemaker was able to be a fucking amazing thing. But don't sell him short because, again, I think he will listen to the people. But more importantly, I think he'll enhance and give us shit that we don't know we need. Because Peacemaker, right? No one wanted Peacemaker. We got Peacemaker. Those first few episodes, we're slapping our legs. We're laughing our balls off. We're seeing titties. We're, we're seeing heads explode. We're trying to do the opening dance. We're like, God damn. Yeah, yeah. By the end of that series, though, bro, what did we see? We saw real emotion. We saw real character development. We cared about Peacemaker. May we cared I, about I was just going to say, dude, Please. We, we, he gave us characters that we cared about. doesn't make a difference if they were D-listers before the project started. Now, I, I would climb over a fucking hill of glass for some of these fucking characters who, like, two months prior, I was like, fuck that person that I don't remember their name. Um, I mean, that's what, like, that, that's what, like, real, real talented creators will do for you. So, people might not know the middlemen going in. They might not know Batmite. Um, you know, fucking, there's a, oh, goddamn right, Joker's Dream. Uh, oh, we fought for that one. Unbelievable. Uh, fucking Clayface, man. Clayface could be one of those characters that is both visually you just you you don't you don't forget it's impossible to forget um especially if they do like a batman the anime series fucking origin form um you don't forget the visuals of it but then also as well as the story is like a heart fucking string pulling motherfucker motherfucker like they pull it out of your chest they throw it in the backyard and you forget about it till the dog goes out there and takes a piss on it like, I that's also what think, creators do. They, they I, grab the material like, this is going to yeah. work. What I what I think might be getting lost in translation, though, James Gunn isn't Zack Snyder. He's not developing... He's not developing a few movies that tie together that hopefully people will, will latch on to and take elsewhere. He is, in essence... He is taking that Kevin Feige role. So someone like Ellis, who does feel like his films... Lack sincerity. It might be too goofballish. First and first, mostly, I would say, Ellis, you should rewatch the first Guardians of the Galaxy film. That is a film that is sincere as fuck. Rewatch Peacemaker. You love John Cena. That story is way deeper than it looks like. And to Joker's stream point, you might be mixing up him and Taika, who up until recently I trusted with a, with a baby. What's cool about someone like James Gunn, though, is he oh, thinks you're the in terms... <laughs> He spoiler thinks, alert he gives away his kid he thinks in ways that are so layered he can think about how to sell shit he can think about how to present shit he can think how to make the goofy sincere the sincere goofy yeah those moments that fucking in between i mean with Marvel's him at been the helm, doing it like like they, they've made a fucking decade out of like those goofy moments like all right here's a little he for you now back now back to the action um but yeah no just to, to get back to my original point um it's comparisons right so 
uh, if you if you don't like cheeseburgers, be like I fucking love McDonald's. Go have the fucking chicken nuggies, son. Because uh, um, what's his face, Walter Walter Hamada, he clearly had a vision. Yeah. Right. Whether you agree with it or disagree with it, personally, I happen to disagree with it. I did. I not couldn't like see it. It was his... so fucking dark. But yeah, valid point. Valid point. <laughs> but like he had a take. He had a take. Yeah. Uh, a fucking singer had a had very much had a take, um, but but there there are different var- variations of all that. What Peter Gunn is doing now, they did sit down and they said, "All right, let's ham out a ten year plan." So on, finally, on on one hand, holy fuck, it's a not plan? that DC didn't have that prior. It's that the plan was fucked. It was a bad plan. Just didn't frankly, make sense. Was the problem to us? To us, right? Because we're coming from a certain place, and the thing about it is, James Gunn is coming from like a very, very, <laughs> a very similar place, like a very similar place. So it's it's as if one of us, one of us, Google, gobble. one of us, Google, like, gobble. This is one of our guys <laughs> now has the keys to the fucking playground. So it's. Just very, very exciting to see what he's going to do with it or allow let me play, to be let done me, with it. Let me just play Ellis for a second. <clears throat> and maybe we shouldn't be behind the wheel, but we're finally going to find out. Right? I would risk the next 10 years. I'd roll the dice as opposed to the no plan that was fucking going on. 10 but out of 10 as, times. Also, as well as Charlie and... Um, you know, fucking Zapsick and company say it all the time. Fuck the suits. Fuck right? Suits. Fuck the suits. Because for a very long time, on the DC side specifically, I'm not talking about anything else. Because, honestly, even the indies have gotten more fucking lateral uh, creative room to play. Look at Wanted. Look at the movie fucking Wanted. Is that a direct from the page to the screen uh, adaptation? No, not even remotely close. They didn't even want to take the actors that were 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 drawn into the comics. Yeah. Like, now nah, we don't want them. Somebody else. Yeah, um, sorry, M. But also, as well as they said, here, here's a creative fucking thing. So now, if you were not a wanted comic book devotee like yours truly, and then you saw the fucking movie, you're like, wait a minute, that's not the same. That's not the same. No, it wasn't. Was it a dope fucking watch? Yes, yes, it was. There was not a single Schwartz swinging around in 300, but the singer get that right. Yes, yes, he did. So you have to let the creatives create, and sometimes that means that there's going to be a deviation from what what I would have done. Is well, motherfucker, uh, film school is right around the corner. Your iPhone can produce very, very nice things. You don't even have to go into credit card debt like our boy Kevin Smith to do it. Fucking go do it. Write it. Make it. If not, you just sit back, pay your 20 fucking bucks for the ticket like we all know we're going to do, and enjoy. How about that? How about that? Catch me inside the theater, that is. How about that? Give me a break. Come on. Catch me inside the theater? Oh, can I cancel our show? How does that work? What are the the rules? John, um, I, I think the future is fucking bright for comic books in the big and small screen. Um, I think uh, we have talent that are, are standing by their, their morals. Passionate, they, passionate talent. Passionate, passionate talent that are not going to allow subpar shit to, to hold them 
um, to 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 roles that they no longer want. And I think we properly celebrated uh, the gift that will live forever. Uh, the talent that is, uh, I've said it before, I'll say it again. Kevin Conroy absolutely... is now immortal. He will never go away. That's the gift of uh, these recordings. We will always, always, Batman will never die. Batman yeah. will never die. Sadly, Conroy is no longer with us. Yeah. But Batman, he's here with us forever. He's going to be generation upon generation upon generations, Batman, just like he was for all of us. Absolutely undeniable rest in power. But my dear brother, there is only one way that we end each and every episode of U.S. Comics Cast, and that's just a few simple steps. Because first, you got to turn the power on. Then you got to turn that volume up. Then you got to tune Bad Mary and open up the window wide and scream out into the lightning-filled sky. Save Miss Space Girl! We out! Vengeance. I am the knight. I am Batman!